Hello everyone and welcome back to the DBA podcast. Dream, believe, and you can achieve. Now guys, in today's episode, I just want to share a story that came to mind earlier today when I was having this interview with my man Isaiah Swift. It's going to be our first guest that should be out tomorrow, but it's basically a story centered around the first time that I actually gave a speech and realized that it's something that I could actually do. So we'll get right into that right after the intro. As entrepreneurs, we seek growth, freedom, and legacy. The main question is, how do we move forward in a market full of noise and voices around us saying we just can't do it? I spent the last three years studying world-class entrepreneurs, and I have abandoned society's roadmap. Now on a mission to create my own. How will I do it from scratch in a cluttered market and against those telling me it's just not possible? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey to impacting a million people and building my million-dollar business. My name is Justin B, and welcome to the DBA Podcast. All right, so earlier today, I was having this interview with, like I said, my man Isaiah, and he's actually a very, very, very great speaker, and he actually didn't start that way. And, you know, like having that interview just kind of brought me back to the time when I when I like actually first realized that I could actually do speaking and that and that I could actually influence people through using my voice, which has pretty much led me to building everything else related to, you know, content like even with this, if I didn't have that one experience that allowed me to realize that what I can do is actually speak and influence through my voice then to be honest, none of this probably would have manifested itself and wouldn't have happened. So, pretty much, the first time was back around my junior year of high school. I was actually going through this phase in which I wasn't sure if I if I still wanted to go to college or not. So, one of the main things that my guidance counselor and that you know my, my parents wanted me to do was join extra clubs. And one of the clubs that were there that were available was this club called the the FBA Business Club. You know, it just it was mainly a bit a like club focused on business and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And pretty much what happened was there was one day in which when I like first joined, I joined like about 2 weeks after it like actually started. And this the same exact day that I joined, the teachers actually actually said, "All right guys, you know what? We actually need candidates, so make sure that that you guys bring in your speeches tomorrow, so that you guys can present it to the class, and then everyone will vote. So, obviously, you know me being there for the first day, I had like around four to five friends there, but you know there were obviously positions for president, vice president, etc., etc., etc. And what happened was, to be honest. I was going through again, like this whole this whole entire growth phase where I was like reading books, watching a bunch of motivational videos, and like of just watching all of these inspirational, motivational people online, and and you know just like what I didn't realize was that I was mimicking and then modeling, you know what I was seeing by surrounding myself with that sort of environment. And look, also one main thing that I just want to you know, really, really drive home is that mentors aren't only people that are in physically within your life. For me, I changed my life not by, you know, just having my dad here, which was obviously a great, great part of it, but also just because of audios, podcasts, reading actual books, watching YouTube videos. It's simple, simple things like that that make a big transformation. But anyways, 
So I felt, obviously, I like wanted to run for president of this whole club. But I had those doubts, I had those fears that told me, you know, Jerson, you're just not a good speaker. Which, up until that time, I definitely wasn't. Like, I was the shyest kid. I had no idea how to talk, how to present. And any time before that, that I was asked to present or, like, you know, speak in front of the class, it was horrible. <laughs> it was literally, like, you know, just me talking to myself while there's probably, like, 30 kids on their phones not paying attention so that was me back you know before junior year of high school but then after that like i said after that one experience is when everything changed for me in the whole entire speaking realm so anyways it was literally probably around 8 to 9 p.m before the actual election day and i was watching this video by les brown which is also like a very very you know famous renowned motivational speaker and there was one sentence that I thought that like literally resonated to me at that time, which was the people who never try and the people who never go after what they desire live with the worst emotion of all regret. And that to me was that pusher, like that little kick that I needed to realize that if I didn't actually get up there. Face my fear of, of speaking, you know, face my fear of, you know, looking like I'm dumb or, you know, just being sort of socially rejected. If I didn't actually get up there and speak, then I would probably regret it for the rest of my life. And the thing is, you know, you're like probably one of the and that sounds a little bit dramatic. But the truth is, if I didn't get up there and, you know, give that talk, my life probably wouldn't have would have taken a completely different angle and here's why so once i once i just heard that sentence from les brown is when i spent probably like the next hour just writing a bunch of you know notes on my little index cards in terms of what exactly i wanted to preach like what was the whole entire thing that i wanted to share and then from that came the next day and it was time to give my presentation. It was time, you know, for me to take everything that I was watching and modeling, even though, yes, it was literally the like first time in which I was getting up there to deliver. It was still from this place in which I didn't know what I was capable of. So pretty much went up there. And obviously there is this girl that went before me and she was pretty much the only person running against me for president of this club. She was a senior and I was a junior. Newsflash, she, she ended up beating me, okay? She, <laughs> she ended up beating me and then dropping out in which, you know, I like became uh, vice president. But anyways, besides that, I was getting up there, obviously my heart's beating, I'm hella, hella nervous, and I'm pretty much speaking in front of a class of 30 kids and then two teachers. And to be honest, up until that point, all of my friends knew me as this like shy, you know, like not very introverted kid. So they were all expecting me to just go up there and then just be like, hey guys, my name is Jerson B and uh, I'm currently here to run for president of FBLA and just go da 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 reading from a sheet of paper, sounding like a robot. But instead, and, and again, this all came from me, you know, seeing and modeling. And this was all subconscious. Like, I didn't know what I was doing up until after I reflected. And I was like, where did that come from? But anyways, 
One of like the key things I was seeing some famous speakers do was use objects to actually hook their audience. So what did I do? I literally went up there and for about probably I say 10 to 15 seconds, I was just on my phone. Just like just like everybody else, like any other teenage kid was, I went up there and I was just on my phone. And at first, like the whole room was just quiet for like about 10 seconds and just that simple little act caught their attention because it was like nothing's happening. Like, what is he waiting for? What is he doing? And then right after that, right after those 10 to 15 seconds of me just being on my phone, I just start the whole entire thing. I was like, I, I, I don't remember like the exact, you know, line by line by line, but it kind of went something like, you know, me saying this device, like this object, is what will be the death of this club and then just going through the whole entire thing like I said I'm not sure and I don't remember what exact line by, by line it, it was but what I do know is that after that it was like this sort of like relief feeling happened within me and then afterwards the whole entire room clapped and as I was sitting down you know my peers my like literally my, my friends that were there they were like yo bro like that was good, man. I had no idea that you they, like you even could talk like that or could even speak like that. Because also, guys, one main thing that what I realized about myself is when I'm speaking to a crowd of people, and especially if I'm resonating with the audience, like if it's a group of kids or teenagers that need to hear what I have to say, that's when I'm most like fired up. Like, and also you guys hear this sort of different podcast voice than you know, what regular tone Jerson is. And that part may sound a little bit confusing, but what I'm basically saying is there's different versions to myself, which may be true for you, for you too. Like the same exact Mary or Joe that, that you are waking up at 5 a.m. may be a completely different Joe or Mary when you're sitting down, you know, doing some sort of live webinar, whatever that may be. But Again, what I realized that day after hearing that feedback and actually delivering my message and then walking home reflecting on it was that I just awakened and realized what type of new version I had become and what was actually living within. After that, every single presentation, every single sort of PowerPoint, even if it was something that was like the most boring thing, like, you know, me presenting something about like chicken parmesan for my Italian class. I would always put my twist on it. I would always, you know, try to hook the audience and make it an entertaining and educational presentation. That was my main focus. And that's exactly when my like reputation started to grow little by little. You know, my, my like classmates, they were like, oh, yo, 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 Jerson's going up. Watch, this is going to be good. And it was those little things, those little shifts that I was making within my own life that transformed everything else around me because of one key thing. And it was being able to get out of my comfort zone and realize that there was something else to me. Now, unfortunately, within like 2019, I haven't done any, any sort of like speaking engagements, but it's definitely something that I'm looking to do a lot more of 
in 2020 like this current year like finishing 2019 i just mainly want to get all of the businesses into place and then 2020 really focus back into the whole entire speaking realm of things because it's also one of my main main passions that was my main goal back in 2017 of you know, like you know speaking on different stages and stuff like that which is still something again that i'm very very passionate about so you guys will definitely see more content like that you know coming very soon within the next year so anyways guys that was my story again the main main point that i just really wanted to share is two things one what can happen if you actually look past your fear like for example like guys I used to be a really shy kid. I was that kid that was stuttering a lot. Even sometimes I still do now. I was stuttering a lot. And like literally when I say I could not say a single sentence without stuttering and like just tripping over myself, over my own words, I really mean it. Like it was literally something that I was just dealing with mentally. I'm not sure if it came from my own insecurities, from like the whole entire negative vibes that I had around my family during that time period. But it came from something that, like, when I was very, very young, and then also led up to, you know, those ages where I was, like, 13, 14, and I just didn't really want to talk either because I was afraid of looking dumb. So, anyways, guys, oh, and then number two, besides being uncomfortable, besides, you know, going through that phase of, like, just looking past that and then finding what the next side is, number two, it's about... Once you find that thing, once you realize what you're actually capable of, to then wonder and then to then look for what other sort of things in your life can you level up. For example, if me getting up on that stage and I was like, you know, damn, like I can actually do this. What about business? What about sales calls? What about this? What about that? And just by doing a simple act of getting out of your comfort zone, being able to look past that fear, not only does it open up that door, but it also leads to a series of opening up many doors after that. So anyways, guys, peace. And I will see you all in the next one tomorrow. Hope that resonated with, with some of you. And yeah, go out there and get out of your comfort zones. So peace. And I will see you all in the next one tomorrow. Bye-bye.